Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, January 15th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, Lisa Clancy is the new chairwoman of the St. Louis County Council. In her new position, she's tackling a variety of issues, including a certain transit service on Del Mar Boulevard. So the loop trolley might be a fun project, but I think we need to be careful and sensitive to what that looks like. St. Louis Public Radio's Julie O'Donohue speaks with Clancy about the challenges facing St. Louis County. First, the headlines. The Close the Workhouse campaign has been pushing for two years to shutter the city jail in North St. Louis. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports, the group has announced a plan to accomplish that goal by the end of the year. Close the Workhouse says its research shows the city can safely move all people charged with state crimes to the downtown jail known as the Criminal Justice Center. Its plan calls for the city to stop housing people charged with federal crimes. That would reduce the jail population enough to close the workhouse. Kayla Reed is the executive director of Action St. Louis, which is part of the campaign. We are spending more than $16 million to detain 239 people in a facility where there are accounts of flooding, mold, and rodents. Activists want the savings directed towards social services. A spokesman for Mayor Lida Krusen says conditions at the workhouse have improved and the city cannot safely house all inmates downtown. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner is receiving support from some of her fellow prosecutors around the country. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports this backing comes after Gardner filed a federal lawsuit. Gardner filed a lawsuit in federal court on Monday alleging that there's a racist conspiracy to block her agenda. She received a strong show of support on Tuesday in St. Louis from prosecutors like Baltimore State's attorney Marilyn Mosby. Like Gardner, Mosby was elected under the banner of overhauling the criminal justice system, and she says she's experienced some of the same pushback that Gardner received. The vitriol, the personal, and the professional attacks, particularly against black female prosecutors, is unprecedented. Among other things, the lawsuit takes aim at issues stemming from a special prosecutor looking into an investigator involved in Gardner's 2018 prosecution of former Governor Eric Greitens. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri's public universities and colleges hope lawmakers will agree to increase funding starting July 1st. House Education Budget Chairman Rusty Black of Chillicothe says boosting higher education money is a priority for him, but it's early in the budget process. He says schools are not likely to get everything they want. It is a process that's not enjoyable that we have to go through because no matter what we do, somebody or everybody gets a little bit of no. State funding for higher education went up last year but has decreased on a per-student basis over the last two decades. Republican Governor Mike Parson will deliver his second State of the State address this afternoon. He will lay out his goals and priorities for the year. We will have live coverage of the address on St. Louis Public Radio, and it will be streaming at stlpublicradio.org starting at 3. The St. Louis County Council has a new chairwoman, Lisa Clancy, who joined the council last year. She's leading it at a time when the county faces significant challenges. That includes 
a $20 million verdict awarded to a gay police officer for employment discrimination. Clancy initially called on the county's police chief, John Belmar, to resign last October. Now, in a conversation with St. Louis Public Radio's Julie O'Donohue, Clancy is not saying whether Belmar should go. My position has not changed that we need significant transformation within the St. Louis County Police Department. What has changed since I said that is that we have almost a brand new slate of folks that serve on the St. Louis County Police Commission. Four out of five of those appointments are brand new. And I'm really excited about the folks that are around that table, the perspective, the voice, the expertise that they bring. And so I'm really going to be leaning on them to paint the way forward. Would you encourage them to at least look at replacing Chief Belmar? I think that they need to examine all aspects of the St. Louis County Police Department, and leadership of the police department is certainly one of those aspects. They need to figure out what is most needed now and who is best equipped to lead into what's most needed right now. Is there anything the county council is considering doing specifically to signal to the LGBTQ community that they are valued you know, we do have some some language that has been codified within St. Louis County Ordinance that is our own non-discrimination ordinance. We need to make sure that that applies to all St. Louis County employees. Right now, that only applies, that applies to the majority of St. Louis County employees, but folks that are political appointees actually don't have that same protection, and that's something that I would like to see changed. So I wanted to move on to another issue from 2019 that's carrying into 2020, and that's the county jail. Last year, five people died either when they were in custody in the county jail or shortly after they left the county jail. And the most recent death occurred the day after Christmas. What do you think the county should be doing to improve medical care in the jail? I am confident that there have been some reforms that have taken place over the course of the past six to eight months that instill, honestly, instill more confidence within me about how St. Louis County is evaluating this when it happens and about the policies and procedures that we are abiding by when it comes to the care of people in custody within the St. Louis County Justice Center. Quite a bit of reforms have happened. We have a new director who comes with a very expansive and positive national reputation of leading similar institutions. There is quite a bit that of information that just is not known. I mean, the medical examiner is still needing to complete an examination to determine the cause of death. But I did feel like the communication happened very swiftly after this happened. I know that all hands were on deck the day that this individual was hospitalized and then unfortunately passed. The man who died, his cellmate spoke to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and the account that the cellmate gave the newspaper was pretty different from the official account coming from county officials. Do you have any concerns about the discrepancies between those two accounts? Well, I think any time that you hear different stories about the same incident, questions are raised. And so I do have some questions. And I've been in close communication with the county executive's office, with Justice Center leadership, with folks on the advisory committee to try to get to the bottom of what happened. But I know that all of those share the same commitment to trying to figure out what happened here and if policies were followed. So by state seems to be exploring taking over the loop trolley. How do you feel about that? I'm cautious about it. I think the community has pretty unequivocally spoken that they are not 
in favor of any public money continuing to go towards the loop trolley. So the loop trolley might be a fun project. It might be worth exploring, continuing it. But I think we need to be careful and sensitive to what that looks like, given the many priorities that exist in our region right now. And so I would urge by state to continue to operate with thoughtfulness and caution about what the future of the loop trolley is and what their role is in it. That was St. Louis County Council Chairwoman Lisa Clancy speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Julie O'Donohue. Our Fred Ehrlich and Shula Newman edited that report. Shula is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.